Happy New Year! It's 2023. Can you believe that we are here? I can. I feel like the end of 2022 took forever. Actually, I'm filming this in December of 2022, right before Christmas. And I feel like it's just been a really long month. I don't know if you felt that way at all. Um, and I'm, I'm very grateful for it feeling like a long month because the last part of 2022 went so freaking fast. It's crazy, but it's here. This is the first episode of Crystal Uncorked in 2023. And I'm going to be talking about a ritual that I do every single year at the beginning of the year. And I'm going to share some things that I did in November and December to prep me for the new year that I'm just absolutely loving that I'm just seeing an impact from already. And you can totally steal it from me. So let's dive in. Are you ready to open up and talk about all things business? I'm Crystal Vilkaitis, a curious entrepreneur who loves talking about business, especially over a glass of wine. I started Crystal Uncorked to share open and honest conversations about my journey and talk to other entrepreneurs about their experiences. We pull back the curtain and talk about the highs and the lows. Wine isn't required, but is recommended. This is Crystal Uncorked. Okay, the wine that I have today for the new year is a frequent one I have on the show. It's a Kosh. I have a Petite Syrah. Uh, it is such a delicious wine. And if I were to pick a word for this wine, it would be cranberry. I'm getting a lot of cranberry from it, which I'm loving because, like I said, this is end of December. Um, as I'm filming this and that cranberry feels like a very, um, delicious, perfect food for this time of year. At least I think so. So cheers. Mm, so freaking good. Akash, man, you make some great wine. Uh, speaking of wine, before I get into what I'm going to share in this episode, our planned content, Last week, I did a really fun blind wine tasting party with, uh, we had three groups of um, couples here, three couples. So there's a total of eight of us. And I totally took this idea from my dear friend, Robin, who used to do this at her house. And I loved it. We did this many years ago. And it was just a really fun way to experience wine together. And so what I did is I had a white and a red and I picked three different price points. And I chose a uh, wine that I did some research, some wine that would be good to drink during the winter time. So I chose a Chardonnay for my whites, and I did a Bordeaux for my red. And I originally wanted to do like a Primitivo or Zinfandale for my red, but I had a hard time finding three like drastic enough price points for that. So I ended up going with a Bordeaux instead, which might have been a, a mistake because I don't think anybody really liked the Bordeaux. <laughs> it didn't matter what price point, but I'll get there in a second. So basically what we do is these were all, they were all packaged. People didn't know what they were, what they were tasting. I mixed them all up and you taste one, two, and three of the whites. We wrote down notes. What are you tasting? Do you like it? Do you not? And then at the end, we did a reveal what is the I had a um, for the whites, I had a $17 bottle, a $34 bottle and an $80. So that's pretty expensive, in my opinion, 80 for a white. Um, and 
people ended up liking the the eighty dollar and the the thirty four. I really liked the thirty four. The um, but you know there wasn't a big difference between the taste of the seventeen and thirty four. So this totally proves like you shouldn't buy wine based off of price. It isn't always uh better at the higher end price point. And then we did the Bordeaux, and that was what was kind of funny. The price point there it was drastic. It was ten dollars. $55 and $200. I have never spent $200 on a bottle of wine, but I said, you know what? This sounds awesome. Let's try it. I really want to try it. And there's no better of a time to do it than something like this with a group of friends. So we can all try it together. So what was funny though, is the $10, everybody hated the $10. You could tell the $10, it tasted cheap. It was gross. A lot of people were just dumping it. It wasn't gross. It was just like not good. <laughs> but I wouldn't go as far as saying gross. Um, the middle, every, most people like the middle of the road Bordeaux, uh, but still it wasn't necessarily their favorite. And then we had the 200 and people just couldn't, didn't really care. They were like, it wasn't that different from the 55. So $55 from $200, big difference in price, not a big difference in, um, in the taste, which was amazing. So, but the thing is, is like I said, not a lot of people liked Bordeaux. So they weren't like crazy about it anyways. So it made me very curious if I was doing maybe a cab, something I drink a lot more of, a few of my friends drink more of, um, would that be different? So I definitely want to do a blind wine tasting again. I totally recommend doing it. If you're into wine, if your friends are into wine, it was super fun. Okay. So we are going to talk about what I do during the new year. For several years now, I've always chosen a word. And I love it when I'm at New Year's Eve parties and go around and ask people what their word is. And usually people haven't picked one. Um, it seems like, at least what I've seen in the past, not a lot of people do this. But I feel like it's kind of a common thing to do. I've been doing it for many years. And I, what I'm doing for 2023 is I picked a word for my business, but then I also picked a word for myself. And I don't know if that's good or bad, if I have two words here, if that's conflicting, if that's going to be challenging. But I really, I wanted a word for the business that the entire team knew. So we are all like thinking about that word. We're living it, breathing it, making sure that we are running a lot of ideas and just what we're doing through that word. Like it's our filter, it's our lens of how we're seeing the business and what we do. And so that word for 2023 for the business is ease. It We need to feel the ease. We've had this business for 10 years. So a lot of the foundational stuff is done. You know, we're really solid on our messaging and who we serve and what we provide. And so from this point, I don't want us to be reinventing the wheel. You know, us entrepreneurs, man, we can get bored and we try to create new things and take us off course and do other things. And it's like, hold the phone. Does this feel easy? Does this connect? Like, is there ease? Because I really feel like if we're doing the right thing for the right people who we serve and it's in line with our goals and our mission, we should feel the flow. It should feel easy. And so when it's not feeling that way, we need to be able to identify, okay, is this not in line with who we are, what we're trying to achieve, our goals? Are we? Is this going to take us off course? And I really felt like that word is going to help everybody on the team be able to have those conversations uh, you know, with each other as well as internally 
to know if we're on the right course, on the right track. So I love that. Very excited for that word. It feels really right. And we're already, we've already been using it the past couple of weeks with new ideas and new projects like, hey, does this match our word ease? And it's been really great that we're actually using it because I have to be honest, in the past, I have chosen words and then I totally forget about the word. I'm like, what the fuck was I? What what am I trying to do? What am I like? What was my word? I was so excited about this is going to be the year for and I have no idea because I forget. Um, And so this obviously like the team knows that we are using it. We are not forgetting this word and we're going to make sure that we really live and die by it in 2023. Now, my personal word is content. I have just such a um, internal pull to create a lot of content in 2023. So that means the show, Crystal and Corked. It could mean another podcast. We'll see. It means showing up a lot more on social media, both on my personal account and my business account. I have been having kind of a hard time showing up because I've been going through what our retailers go through at Crystal Media of like the, what am I going to post? And nobody cares. And I don't feel creative right now. And so um, I have a really great practice that I've been doing that I'm now implementing into my talks called The Daily Five and just helping myself get motivated and get into this state of creating content. And, you know, if you want to hear about the daily five, then DM me on Instagram. Um, that's the best place, or you could always shoot me a text if you've got my cell phone number and I'll share it. I want to know, but it has been helping me be able to create some of that content. I just need to, um, create the habit. And so that's my focus for 2023. As you're listening to this, it's obviously 2023. And so I should be already a few days into knocking it out of the park and showing up every single day on both my business and my personal. And that can look a lot of different ways. I mean, there's so many different platforms that you can share content on. There's LinkedIn, at least for me, there's LinkedIn, there's Pinterest, there's Instagram, there's TikTok, and there's Facebook. Those are my main... Oh, and YouTube. But YouTube's kind of um, auto automatic for me with my podcast team posting to YouTube these episodes. But there is more I could be doing. And I have been working hard at creating time in my schedule to allow me to have more of that creative time to then be able to think creatively about the content I want to create. And I really want to connect on these channels with my audience. It's not about just like blasting people with information. For me, I really want to connect. And I know that the way that you connect is you've got to show up every single day. It's what I fucking teach. So I haven't been doing the best of job of practicing what I teach and what I preach. And so... I am just going to change that. I'm going to commit to creating the content and showing up and connecting, having those conversations, um, engaging with my audience and showing behind the scenes, both professionally and personally. And so I'm really excited to do that. So those are my two words. And that's something I've been doing for a long time. Um, Let's take a little wine sip break. All right, we're back. Now, something that I started doing in November and December is one of my mentors, Jen Gottlieb, shared her best year blueprint, which I'm sure you could Google best year blueprint, Jen Gottlieb and find like a recording. You might even be able to go to her Instagram account and in her links, you could probably find best year blueprint. 
I didn't go through that, but she did um, kind of break it down for us in her mastermind. And I took the pieces that really resonated with me. And I'll share those with you on this call because they've been really, really impactful. So um, the first is kind of looking behind. And again, I'm I'm taking pieces of what she teaches and modifying it for me. So if you want like the exact way she does it, go listen to Jen. This is my interpretation of what I did with it. So there's a part where you kind of look back, back in the past and then look forward in the future. And one thing I loved is she recommended having us write down all of your accomplishments and wins in 2022. Now, at, when I was listening to this, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, and I, there's a few that kind of like came up top of mind. And I was like, I've got a few. And, but when you sit down and like that is your focus to really journal all of those wins and accomplishments, I felt really proud. There was 2022 was a really epic year for me. I would say both personally and professionally. Um, just some of the big highlights on a personal level. Therapy, as I've shared on the show, has been a game changer for my life. And I'm just really glad that I invested the time and money on myself and showed up and did the work and have been doing the work. And I have just healed. I've, I have, man, I just feel like I've transformed. And that is a massive win. Through that, there's a bunch of other wins within there. I also got engaged, as you saw, hopefully, on the show. Um, I believe it was episode 65. Um, or no, no, 55. I should totally know this. Oh my gosh, I think it was episode 56 was the engagement episode. Um, and that is just something I've wanted for many years. And it was really special. And I just love being engaged and being a fiance. Um, so those were two really big personal things. We also bought an investment property. And it's a really great investment property. It's a model home and the builder rents back from us. And it basically covers both of our houses, which is awesome. So those are really big wins. But there was a, a bunch of little wins in there too that I was just like, oh, and then this, this, this. I went back with my calendar first. And then I just started looking at places that we travel because that generates a lot of rem uh, memories for me. And then I also just looked at some emails and things like that to remember because sometimes we just move so fast and we forget. On a per personal side or professional side, my business crossed over 10 years, which is a huge milestone. We also crossed over doing a million dollars in revenue. And I shared this on my Instagram account. But at first, I kind of felt frustrated in myself. Like, gosh, you finally got to a million. Because I've had this business for 10 years, you would think I've hit the million mark, but I hadn't. My business has been profitable every single year that we've been in business, which I'm super proud and grateful for that. Um, but it took us a little bit longer to reach the million. And I know why. And I had to stop and be like, all of this is exactly how it should have happened. The timing of all of this is right. And a lot of people don't hit the million. In fact, Kathy Wagner, uh, one of my friends and one of our partners at Crystal Media sent me a graphic that said 1.7% of female-owned businesses hit the million-dollar milestone in revenue. 1.7% of female-owned businesses hit a million dollars or more in their business. That's fucking insane. That needs to change. That needs to change. We need more women businesses that are making more than a million dollars. And I'm incredibly honored to be a part of that 1.7%, but also a little sad that it's so low. And um, I stopped myself of not feeling upset 
you know, or like, gosh, beating myself up. This is a huge accomplishment. And I am very proud and I am just grateful to be here. And I'm very excited for what we're building because like I said, you know, we've got a lot of the foundational stuff done. Now it's just time to uh, build upon a strong foundation. So when you look back, like when I was just looking back, there were so many more things that happened from, happened from a business perspective as well. And my team and how amazing they are. I mean, I just had this a massive long list of all the wins and accomplishments. And it made me feel so fucking good about 2022. Really good about this year. So I, if you haven't done that, I really recommend you reflect on all the amazing, incredible things that you've done and you've achieved and write those things down. And, um, and they don't have to necessarily be like these big things of like buying an investment property and hitting a million dollars. Those are some of my highs, but I had other things in there too, of just walking every day. Like making sure that I at least walk for 20 minutes and am caring more about that. My morning routine was on there How, because my morning routine fills me up so much. And I was just, I think that's a win that I committed to waking up at 6 a.m. and sitting down with my coffee and my dogs and journaling. Like that was really huge for me. And that is something that, you know, it's not, it was huge for me but it was an easier thing, like a more simpler thing to do. So I really recommend that you write those down, look back, and then also look at all the things you're grateful for. And I kind of combine that, like all those accomplishments I was so incredibly grateful for. But then if I, if you take it a step forward, there were a lot of people that I was grateful for who supported me. There were moments I was grateful for. There were um, events and travel I was grateful for. And so just really getting in that place and then also like just reflecting on the whole year of what are the things I'm really grateful for. That list then was like epically long. And I just felt so blessed and um, grateful that I have so much support and love and all the experiences and all the things that I've got to do in 2022. So then you take all this amazing like, yes, these wins and this gratitude and you use it to plan 2023. And how I did that was I I already had business goals. So I had those goals down. And then I created kind of this list of how I want to feel and I really recommend doing that in that state of abundance of the gratitude of all the wins. Now go in and be like, okay, it's 2023. How do I want to feel? What have I achieved? What things have I, what goals, like what do I see? And you take that, you could just bullet point those. That's what I did. And then I turn that into an actual letter. And this is something that Jen Gottlieb has been doing forever. And I love it. I think it's brilliant. You write a letter as if it's the end of 2023 to yourself saying like mine, I actually printed mine because my handwriting's terrible. And I started off, Hey, beautiful, badass me. <laughs> 2023 was an incredible year. And I just go into all these points. I've got health on here. I've got relationship. I've got business. I've got this show. I've got so many things, my family, just what is going to be coming in. And just you write it as if the year has already happened and how grateful you are and look at all these amazing things you accomplished. I can't stress this enough. Take the time to do this exercise. Because then what you do with this letter is you read it every day. Because remember how I said, I will, I have forgotten my word in the past. Well, I think that in the new year, we can write down all these things that we want to achieve and do. And sometimes we go too a little too big. And sometimes we set ourselves up for failure. That's me. I might think, oh, dream a little too big and go too big. 
But like we could get all excited and jazzed and it's the new year and here we go. And then we just get back into our lives and our schedules. And then we just forget of all the things that we wanted to do. And then all of a sudden we blink and it's December and we realize, holy shit, I didn't do any of the things that I wanted to do. And then we feel kind of frustrated, right? But we shouldn't feel frustrated. How would we have remembered those things if we didn't have anything in place to help us achieve them? And by writing a letter as if it's already done and reading it every single day, I honestly can't think of a better way to to make sure you get those things done. You, of course, have to act. You can't just read the letter and then now here they are. But... You have by reading the letter, you remember the goals, the focus, and it creates, it sets you up for who you need to be today to achieve these things by the end of the year. What phone calls do you need to make? What emails do you need to send? How long do you need to be walking or lifting weights? Or who do you need to call to connect with? I mean, there's so much that's in here. What do you need to do for yourself to make sure that you are hitting that? You're you're achieving that letter. So then it's December, 2023 and you read it and you're like, holy fuck, I did it. Like I'm super stoked for that. I can't wait. I've never done anything like this where I've written the letter and I read it every day. So I'm excited. I started this in December, have been reading it. And even like I have a, a point in there about my posture because I have kind of bad posture and you might've seen this if you ever have been around me personally, but like I need, I know it's so bad for you to have bad posture. And so when I read that, I, it makes me aware. I stand up straighter <clears throat> and then I'm more aware of it throughout the day. It's just, that's such a small example of how this can have such a big impact on my life and yours too. So those are the things that, um, I have implemented some of these are new. Some of them are my trusty things I've done forever. I would love to know, is there something that you do every new year? Do you set resolutions? Do you have goals? Do you have a word? What kinds of things do you do? DM me on Instagram. I'm Crystal Vilkaitis. Um, or you can email me cheers at crystaluncork.com. I'd love to hear from you. And I've got some really fun content ideas in store for Crystal Uncorked in 2023. So I hope you keep listening. Lots more to come here. Lots more behind the scenes and almost like a business diary of just kind of sharing um, the, you know, the inner, I want to say inner workings of my company, how I got here, what I'm doing, how I'm, um, how we're pushing forward and moving forward and leveling up. There's a lot going on there. And and also still talking to other entrepreneurs as well. So I'm excited for what's to come. I really feel like 2023, honestly, I feel like it might be a little bit of a roller coaster. I'm curious from like a economic perspective, if I'm being honest, like what the hell is going to be happening? Um, you know, we are in a recession now as I'm filming this and we'll see what happens. But I also feel very, I feel like there's a lot of opportunities in that. And I'm just want to, I choose to be opt- optimistic about it all. So cheers to the new year. And for you being a listener, I always say this, it means the world to me, but it truly does. And I can't wait to see you on the next see you. Cheers. Hey, real quick. If you are a retail store owner, I would love to see you at Evolve. This is my in-person marketing conference happening April 26th and 27th, 2023 in Denver, Colorado at the Gaylord Rockies, which is a stunning venue. You get to spend two days with me and my team and keynote speakers, as well as other retailers looking to evolve their marketing, business, and lives. It's an intimate event. We only have 200 tickets available and we've already sold a lot 
of those seats already. So this event will sell out. Do not delay because we have special pricing depending on when you hear this and when you sign up. And uh, I would love to see you in that room. So go to crystalmediaco.com slash evolve. That's crystalmediaco.com slash evolve to get your ticket. And I would love to see you there. And thank you for listening to this episode. Bye.